Good morning, Contrarians. 5.40 a.m. East Coast time on Thursday, May 5th. Happy Cinco de Mayo, or as alcoholics call it, the warmer St. Patrick's Day. I just made that one up. Not sure if it landed. Anyway, stock futures are dropping this morning a little bit. This a day after a big rally on Wall Street, very big rally. The Fed yesterday kind of orchestrated this whole thing, saying they would hike interest rates by 50 basis points, which is exactly what was anticipated. But then throwing in that a 75 basis point rate hike was off the table effectively. That's what Fed Chair Jerome Powell said in his remarks, at least. And it caused a major relief rally yesterday afternoon. The NASDAQ was a major winner here, gaining more than 3% on the day. S&P 500 and Dow Industrials were close behind. Now, as of this hour, we have stock futures retreating again a little bit. The NASDAQ is off about nine-tenths of 1%. Stock future, uh, S&P 500 futures down seven-tenths of 1%. Dow down a little less. Among individual stocks, booking is a major winner, up 10% in the pre-market. And losers include Etsy and eBay. Etsy down 11% and eBay down 11, uh, 7%. So th- those are all earnings related. Industrial commodities aren't doing much. Uh, crude oil is flat, changing hands around $108 a barrel. But precious metals are rising. We have gold up 1.4% and silver up almost 3%. That is uh, consistent with the Fed move, I suppose. Um, if the Fed is not going to support the dollar by raising rates, then precious metals will benefit. At least that's the general calculus. Bonds are dropping again after having their own little relief rally yesterday. The two-year yield is up six basis points to 2.68%. 10-year up four basis points to 2.95. It was down to 2.9 or so yesterday. Crypto is not doing much, somewhat surprisingly here. Uh, Bitcoin is up 1.5% to trade around 39500 A couple of data releases to tell you about today. Uh, The Bank of England, which, by the way, don't be confused by the name, it also governs currencies in Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. But they are scheduled to uh, set their own interest rate decision today at 7 a.m. East Coast time. The consensus is for the Bank of England to raise its benchmark rate to 1% from 0.75%. That would put it right up there with the Fed, I suppose. And then seeing how it's Thursday, we also get initial jobless claims today. The From all indications, the U.S. labor market is very healthy, and economists expect 182,000 new claims. That's roughly in line with last week's figure. And now it's uh, worth pointing out here that for some some comparison that as recently as a year ago, these initial jobless claims were 400,000 and more. And during the height of the pandemic, they were much higher even than that. So this just goes to show how much these uh, figures have fallen in recent months. It's been around this 180,000 level for several weeks now. Earnings too. A couple of these here. Um, nothing as major as what we've had earlier in the week, but the, just off the top of my head, Dickinson, ConocoPhillips, Kellogg, Papa John's, Penn National, 
Wayfair. Those are all due before the open at 9.30. Later on, we'll hear from Monster Beverage, World Wrestling Entertainment, and Zillow after the close at 4 p.m. The bottom line. Well, the Fed saying they will not tighten rates by more than 50 basis points removes one major albatross from around investors' necks. No mistake about that. And the velocity of yesterday's relief rally does appear to indicate that maybe the worst bear market fears are over, or at least for now. And this is a a rally the likes of which we haven't seen in quite some time. And it is surprising and a little bit impressive that the Fed was able to engineer this. Maybe they weren't even trying to, who knows, but uh, don't fight the Fed. And with one, it goes to show once everybody was ready for a more aggressive Fed, they come through with this, which doesn't even count as a major surprise if you think about it, but whatever, uh, whatever works, I guess. Now, understood in this whole calculation is faith in the Fed that they can engineer a soft landing and thread the needle between inflation and an economic slowdown. And if you have faith in the Fed, that's up to you. But Jay Powell's comments yesterday did allow for some room for more aggressive rate hikes if inflation should uh, accelerate, which who knows, it very well might. And for right now, the market doesn't appear to be giving this much credence, but it's not like he said we will never hike by 75 basis points. Yeah, in his language, he did, but it still allows for this possibility. So there's that. And less of a concern now is a slowing economy. Um, it's funny how just last week or even this week, everyone was screaming about that. But now, you know, we can point to employment, which we always have being very healthy and other macro indicators holding steady. Of course, the situation can reverse very quickly, but most of the data that we have on this are trailing indicators. So you may not know until it's too late. And you know what they say, don't fight the tape. And no matter what you do, don't fight the Fed. So I leave you with that today. There's a lot of room here for contrarian moves if you don't have faith in the Fed, or even if you do. Uh, But that's where we are this morning. And with that, I leave you. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for listening. Your support is greatly appreciated. And please do send your thoughts to me by replying to the email you have received or sending them to contrarianpod at gmail.com. Hope you enjoyed this. Look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye.